Welcome to Mission Point. We're so glad that you've joined us in person today and online. We have just a few short announcements to share with you before our service begins. Hi, I'm Jane Green and my husband and I run the hyphen department here in the church. We are promoting the hyphen district event happening November 24th to the 25th in Fredericton. To sign up for this, you can join the Atlantic Youth Instagram, Facebook, or website to register for this event. We cannot wait to see you all. Hi ladies, are you new to Mission Point or looking for a time of fellowship? If so, we have an event for you. It is called the Ladies Real Event. It is a time of relationships, encouragement, apostolic living, and laughter. In November, we're going to talk about Christmas. A few ladies are going to share their Christmas traditions with us. It is sure to be interesting and get us into the holiday spirit. So join us on Saturday, November 25th at 9.30. I know it's early, but we'll make it worth your while. And bring a friend. We'll see you there. We've updated our service schedule, and we just want to make sure everyone is in the know. We start Sunday morning at 10 o'clock with Bible teaching class for everyone. Uh, ages 18 months to 18 years will be in our lower level while everyone else will join in the sanctuary. After a small break at 1045, we go into our Sunday morning worship where everyone is going to be part of that service here in the sanctuary. We also have on Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Wednesday worship. The same time, MP Kids, MP Youth have their services in the lower level. And then on Friday at 7 p.m., we have our Friday night prayer. We just want to make sure everyone is welcome. listening to a sermon from Mission Point St. John. We hope this message encourages a deeper connection between you and Jesus, our Savior. Romans chapter 6 verse 23 The Bible says For the wages of sin is death But the gift of God is eternal life Through Jesus Christ Our Lord Amen And tonight I want to preach to you uh, With a subject that says The cause, means, and end Amen The cause, means, and end Let's pray Father In the name of Jesus We thank you for the reading of your word let your will be done, O God. Hallelujah. As the word has been preached, I ask for anointing and touch us and speak to us. Challenge us, O Lord, O God, that we may, we may never be the same, Lord, after the service tonight. I ask all these things, I pray. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Praise God. Is everyone okay tonight? Praise God. Buckle your seatbelts. Amen. Going back in the book of Genesis... We can read the story of Adam and Eve. God told them that they can have everything they see in the Garden of Eden. Except for that one tree. That God had forbidden them not to eat the fruit of the tree of the knowledge and good and evil. For they will surely die. But because of their disobedience, sin came. And they were cast out from the garden and in the presence of God. 
And that day, death occurred not just in the physical but also in the spiritual. And human started to die even though that wasn't God's uh, desire for us as a humanity. In 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 9, the Bible says that the Lord is not slack concerning His promise. As some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to us ward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And since then, it has always been the problem of the humanity that the wickedness in man's heart and mind were overwhelming. Even during the days of Noah, in Genesis chapter 6, verse 5, the Bible says, And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. The root cause of all the atrocities in this world, all throughout even the history up until now, where we see and witness how the world have done and transpired. For 1 John chapter 2, verse 16, the Bible says, For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, and the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. Now the Bible, the scripture that we have read, what Paul said to the book of Romans, For the wages of sin is death. That is the cause. The world have branded sin as normal and acceptable and righteousness as bizarre and hateful. We can see that all over media, music industry, fashion, and even in the educational systems, they would push some agendas that is not aligned to the scriptures or the word of God. Some would even say it's already 2023. Young people, you may hear I have heard this. Some people say things have already changed. Doesn't make sense anymore. It's not relevant anymore. It's 2023. Come on. But we, as a church, must stand and believe. Can I tell you, if the Bible calls it sin, we will also call it sin. And if the Bible calls it righteous, then we will also call it righteous. We're not going to follow the trend of this world, but we're going to stand up and fight and believe what the Word of God says. Jesus Christ said in Matthew 24 and 35, Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. It doesn't matter what trends would happen and transpire in this world. Hallelujah. But the Word of God says it's still going to be relevant, but because it's still going to be the same. doesn't matter what year we are right now. The Word of God is true. It doesn't matter where you are right now and what you know, status you are, in, uh, in, in, you are right now. God's Word is eternal and forever settled in heaven. According to Psalms 119 and 89. And so sin will eventually produce death. Not just a physical death, but a spiritual death. The Bible calls it the second, second death. In Revelation chapter 21 verse 8, the Bible says, But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable 
and the murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Hell is still a real place, folks. Newsflash. Still a real place for people who will not obey the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. There are some preachers right now in the world that they have watered down the gospel and sugar-coated the word of God that they have made the hell air-conditioned. The Bible says in 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 8, In flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God, and they that not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. The world will not offer sin as ugly and pleasant, but it will cover it and wrap it with a nice little bow and colorful and all the stuff and make it look appealing. And appetizing. When was the last time that you see a sin that's not appetizing? That's why people are hooked up most of the time, falling all over and over again because sin is, it feels good and it looks good. If the devil were a salesman, his marketing pitch would be sin would joy, enjoy now and pay later. He would allow the people to enjoy. The sin, put it like an entertainment, if you will. The wages of sin is death. There's nothing we can do to satisfy the demands of sin and the justice of God. That's why people will do whatever they want to do without thinking for the consequences or choices and actions that they make. That's, that's the first part. That's the reason why. That's the cause. Because of sin. And the next part of that verse in Romans 6.23. But the gift of God is eternal life. Hallelujah. In Titus chapter, 11 verse, uh, chapter 2 verse 11 and up to 13. The Bible says, For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men. Teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust. We should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this world, in this present world. There is a call, church, for us as a people of God to live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. Here it is in verse 13. Looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. There is a hope. Despite of all the ugly things that are going on in this world, there is hope. The devil, the devil hates the fact that humanity have a hope from this dying world that we live in. A hope that there is a heaven waiting for the children of God. That's why he's trying his best to either for people to be skeptic about heaven or just don't care about it anymore. In 2 Timothy chapter 17, chapter 2, 17 and 18, there were already people in the New Testament that have been preaching about it. In verse 17, in their word will eat us doth a canker, of whom is Hymenaeus and Philetus, 
who concerning the truth have erred, saying that the resurrection is past already, and overthrow the faith of some. There will be people who try. Have you heard some people? It's already 2023, where you know, you've been preaching the coming of Jesus Christ, it's still not happening. And some people, because they keep on waiting and waiting, it's still not happening. Oh, and they just turn out to be skeptic anymore. Where is the coming of the Messiah? And they've been also preaching that in the New Testament. But I've come here to tell you today that Jesus is still going to come back according to His Word. And He will still fulfill His promise. They are still going to have a hope, hallelujah, that we have looking forward in that day. Hallelujah. And that sweet by and by. Amen. We're just passing by in this world. All things that we have here are all temporary. We still have a place that we're going to call home. Because the devil is a liar. Jesus said himself in John 14, 1, in 3 to 3, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, you believe also in me. In my Father's house, are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have not told you. I go to a place to prepare for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again. I will come again. I will come again and receive unto myself. That where I am, there you may be also. That's it, church. Everything's going to be worth it at the end. Hallelujah, that we're still looking forward to that day. Amen. That we still have hope. Amen. That despite of all the negative things that are going on in this world, we still have a hope in our future. Paul said in Philippians chapter 3, verse 20, For our conversation is in heaven, from, from whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. The word conversation there. In Greek word, it means citizenship. We have to realize, church, that our citizenship is in heaven. Not of this world, but in heaven. Right now, we may have different citizenships. Maybe Filipino. Everyone have different cultures and all this stuff. But in heaven, that's our citizenship. In heaven. There's still a heaven that's waiting for us, church. Hallelujah. The despite of... Oh, of all the negative things that are going on. The news that you've been hearing around. Amen. Bible said, look up for your redemption draweth nigh. Hallelujah. You need to realize that the citizenship of the church is in heaven. We belong to the kingdom of God who is our Lord and King. And our currency is faith. Hebrews 11.1, 1, we know that now faith is the substance of things so poor, the evidence of things not seen. And I want to admonish everyone tonight that no matter what happens into this world that we're living in, greater things are still to come. It's not behind us, church, but it's still ahead of us. The future of the church is brighter and greater, church. And we can still hold hope on that. Which is the anchor of our soul. Bible says. His gift to us. Is eternal life. Aren't you glad tonight church. 
that the gift of God is eternal life. That there's an eternal life. Amen. Our life may be in this world are short. Hallelujah. And days are numbered. Hallelujah. But we're, we're still looking for that day. Hallelujah. For that gift that the Lord has given to us, which is the eternal life. Romans 8 and verse 18, For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to compare with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Hallelujah. The things that you've been struggling, that you're going through, and the hardships and the pain that you have right now cannot compare for the joy, hallelujah, and that for the glory that is about to come. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but that's something that you can be excited about. Hallelujah. That your situation right now is just temporary. Hallelujah. That there's going to be a day that will come that the Lord Jesus Christ will wipe your tears away. That there will be no more sorrow. That there will be no more death. Hallelujah. There's something to look forward. Oh, what a great day. Amen. Hallelujah. What a great day. Hallelujah. The promise of God to us is eternal life. Eternal life. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. And the last part of that, Romans chapter 6, verse 23. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. In John chapter 3, verse 16, For God so loved the world, we know this verse, that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth on Him should not perish, but all would have an everlasting life. Whosoever will. In verse 17, For God sent not His Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through Him might be saved. Now may I present to you the solution to the problem. The problem that we just talked about. The problem about sin. And the solution is no other than our Lord Jesus Christ. If you're struggling with sin right now. Sin that have been burdening. That puts a burden in your life. Jesus is the solution to that problem. Jesus died for you and I. He bought us with His precious blood. Our good deeds won't make it. Religion have tried to fix it. But none of that worked out. Because our salvation is only through the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. He is the solution. Hallelujah. To everything that we have been looking for. To our sin, hallelujah. If we come and confess our sins, the Bible says that He is faithful and just to forgive our sins and cleanse us from all of our unrighteousness. It's never too late to come to the Lord and come to the altar, hallelujah, because He's still willing and open arms and still loves us. He wants us to be saved and be changed, hallelujah. The Bible says in Romans chapter 1, verse 16, Paul said, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation. To everyone that believeth, to the Jew first. And also to the Greek. Hallelujah. We may preach a lot of messages here. But the gospel will always have to be preached. Hallelujah. We cannot water down the gospel. We cannot twist the gospel. It's still going to be the same. Hallelujah. What is the gospel? Paul warned us that there will be people who will pervert the gospel of Christ and preach another gospel. 
And in Galatians chapter 1, verse 8, He said, But though we, or an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you, that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. There is no other gospel that we're going to preach other than the gospel that they preach by the apostles. If others come to you and preach a different gospel, the Bible says, let him be accursed. So what is the gospel that Paul preached to the people in Corinthians and all throughout the Bible? 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 1 to 4. Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preach unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand, by which also ye are saved, if ye keep in memory what I preach unto you, unless ye have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you first of all that which also received, how that Christ died for our sins, according to the Scriptures, and that He was buried, and that He rose again the third day according to the Scriptures. Therefore, the gospel of Jesus Christ is the death, the burial, and the resurrection. There is no other way, church, that we can read all throughout the Bible in the Scriptures that describe how Jesus Christ saved us and what He has done to accomplish that. Other than the Word of God says that He died on the cross, He was buried and risen the third day. Now the question is, how does this apply to our lives today? How is this connected to us right now? Or what the Lord Jesus Christ has done to our lives. When we repent of our sins, we die in our sins as well. And if we are buried with Him unto baptism in water, and then we are given the newness of life through receiving the power of the Holy Ghost in us. Tonight is an evangelistic night. I don't know who's watching online. There's guests here. We're still going to preach the gospel. We're still going to preach the gospel, church. Hallelujah. I'm tired sometimes of people hearing, sometimes in online preaching, sounding like a uh, motivational speaker. We are not called to be a motivational speaker. But we are called to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. I would, like, I would like to call the music to, co- to come back. But I want to read to you parts of the scriptures here. Romans chapter 6 verse 1 up to 8. Paul said, What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Know ye not that so many of us were baptized into Jesus Christ, were baptized unto His death. Therefore, we are buried with Him by baptism into death. That like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we should also walk into the newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of His death, 
we shall also be like into the likeness of His resurrection. Verse 6, Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with Him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. For he that is dead is freed from sin. Now if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with Him. What I'm trying to say here tonight is this. Baptism in water is not a means of being part of an organization or a religious group. It's never in the Bible. Or baptism is like a public display of your receiving Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Paul said that when you are baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, you are buried with Him through baptism unto His death. When you repent of your sins, you died in your sins. When we are baptized into Jesus Christ, you're not joining any religious group or organization, but you are becoming one with Jesus Christ. And when you come up from that water, when God filled you with His Spirit, that's what the Bible says, talking about the newness of life, the power of the Holy Ghost that is within you and I, the power of the Holy Ghost. Now tonight, if there's someone watching or being here that haven't repented of your sins yet, if you haven't been baptized in the water in the name of Jesus Christ, if you haven't received the Holy Ghost yet, now is the time to respond to the Word of God. Amen. Shall we all stand tonight? I know tonight is not like a rah-rah message. You gotta hear the gospel time to time. We have to, we have to uh, respond to the word of God. We humble ourselves before Him in repentance. Just being sorry. Not because we are caught with our sin, but because you have that godly sorrow. That because you're, you're grieved on what you're doing. Don't like it anymore. Hallelujah. And so tonight, we're just gonna open the altar. Amen. It's not just this is not just a for, for, for the guest or for the visitor. It's also something this is also for everyone. It's a time to reflect and let God search our hearts and our minds. Hallelujah. Let God speak to us and align us into His will and into His word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you come to the altar, the altar is open. We're gonna pray. If you need the Holy Ghost. Jesus is here to fill you tonight. If you need to be baptized in water, we have water in here. Hallelujah. Doesn't matter how long we've been serving God. If you're new, if you've been here for years and years, the message is still the same. Never change. Hallelujah. The gospel. Hallelujah, Jesus. Lord, Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your goodness and your mercy. For your mercy are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness, oh God. I thank you, Lord, for every day that we wake up, Lord. Have the chance to serve you and love you once again. God, search our minds. Search our lives, Father. 
our motives, our intentions, Father. Hallelujah. Search us, dear Lord. If there's any guilt, if there's any anger, if there's any unforgiveness, if there's any greed, if there's any jealousy in our lives, in our hearts, Father, we surrender it to you, O oh God, tonight. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. In the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus. We surrender to you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining us today. If you want more information, connect with us on our website at missionpoint.ca. God bless you.